0: Are you feeling anxious about your math class? If so, you have come to the right place. My name is Robert Travers, and this is the Main Street Math Tutor Podcast. Here, we will discuss tips and tricks that you can use to go from struggling in math to not only surviving your math class, but thrive in it as well. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Main Street Math Tutor Podcast. I am your host, Robert Travers. On this episode, I have Audrey Codner Gibson of ACG Math Tutoring. Audrey, welcome to the show.
1: Well, hello, and thank you so much for having me. I greatly appreciate this opportunity.
0: I'm glad that you were able to come on. I wanted to talk today about why it's important for students to seek help as soon as they need it. What are your thoughts on this?
1: So, since the pandemic, it seems like a lot of people keep using the pandemic as an excuse, but to be honest with you, it is a real thing. I know a lot of teachers that are still in the classroom and also the clients that I currently have, I have seen a dramatic decline when it comes to just understanding basic concepts. And when I talk to parents, when they, you know, they're coming for my initial instrument or my initial conference, a lot of them were saying the same thing. Like, I didn't know where else to turn, or I just want to kind of wait to see how my child does on their own before I have to go to this extreme. And I never thought that tutoring would be ever be the extreme. But now that there's so many people and so many kids that needs that resources, it's almost like, Before we know it, at the end of October, beginning of November, it's going to be hard to find a tutor. There's a lot of people that are just like, oh, I can teach your kid, and they're not a certified tutor. So sometimes it'll be nice to look for certain things in a tutor to kind of help out. But one of the things I definitely want to say is do not wait You know, if anything, you can easily look on Facebook, you can look on Instagram, Pinterest, LinkedIn, I I think even YouTube I mean all of us have like some kind of video on there I know I have several on there to actually see if you can find something talk to your other teachers, maybe they might see somebody as they're, you know, swiping on through to Facebook and Instagram whenever they do have a free moment, which is very rare. And just to see if, do they have any suggestions of where to go? But my thing is, it's like, not wait, don't wait. You know, sometimes it just takes one test and there are some teachers that are like, okay, I'm going to give a whole lot of homework and then I'm going to give you one test. And I had a couple kids that had a test. They finished their quarter like two days ago and boom. They had a test like on Tuesday and the quarter ended on Wednesday and there was no leeway of saying, okay, you know, oh, you didn't do well on this test. Let me give you a redo or let me hear some resources to help you out. So sometimes it's kind of like, don't wait. You know, you have options and every tutor is not exactly the same. But don't wait until the very last end and hope and pray that they'll be able to pull it out, especially if you have, like, say, student-athletes. Because student-athletes, if you're in high school, you're going to need each and every grade to be a C and above at least. Really push for that B and above so you can have more options when it comes down to the recruiting process. And with athletes, it takes so much processing early than later. You know, a traditional anyone's talking about college is usually their end of their sophomore year, beginning of their junior year, whereas for athletes, it's really beginning in eighth grade. So and I know a lot of people are like, what? I'm like, yeah, you know, there's some schools that are like just kind of like looking and eyeballing a lot of those middle school kids and trying to keep track to see where they flourish in high school. So always think about that process a little bit sooner than most.
0: Oh, definitely. And I know most colleges nowadays, even though stuff like the the SAT is becoming test optional, they still look at grade. And I know one statement I hated was that your freshman year doesn't count. It really does, right?
1: It does. Hands down. There's no playing around. I've known so many kids that just end up being disappointed because they couldn't go to the school because they got accepted with the athletic program. The coaches love them. You know, this would be a great fit. But academically, they didn't have the GPA to even go further on the clearinghouse. So it was just like, you need your freshman year, your sophomore, your junior, and your senior year. By the time you're senior year, you should have most of what you want to do and where you're going to go basically done you're just looking at your official visits possibly during that time in the fall
0: yeah and i mean at the end of a day seeking tutoring could be the difference between being able to go to the school of your dreams and not it's definitely something that if you need it you should take advantage of because there are so many tutors available i mean tutoring is blowing up right now
1: it really is and there's people that are taking advantage of the tutoring services not because if i may because they're dumb they're not it's because they might just want reassurance am i doing this right is this the right process it's nice to have someone that has the knowledge that you can talk to versus if you go to your friends most of them are like dude i was asleep <laughs> like i wasn't and i wasn't even thinking about that so it's also nice to have that's why i always say like if you're going to go for a tutor it'll be great to have someone that was a former teacher Because not only they can help you with what you need right now, but they can tell you what you need to prepare for for your next step. So it's always good to have that that little resource because they can still have their foot in the door. They still have friends that are still in the classroom. So it's always good to have like try to go for a tutor, not just because, oh, yeah, I did great when I was in high school, but it's good to have a tutor that was a former teacher.
0: And I mean, I'm glad you brought up the whole whole misconception that if you need tutoring, that must mean you're dumb. Historically, it's actually the opposite. Some of the greatest figures in history had
1: tutors. Yes. Yes. Even the queen herself. (laughs) She had a tutor and someone had to teach her the ways of how to be a queen, you know? So sometimes you have to think like there is that stigma. You know, like, oh, I, I've had people cry on the <laughs> on our first conference because a lot of them were like, I think I'm dumb. And I don't know what I'm doing. And people and I just have to calm them down. Like, look, one, you're not dumb. Two, you just learn a different way than everybody else. I'm just here to help you become your greatness. I'm helping you to show you what you do. I don't want to be with you the whole entire year. If it happens, it happens. Great. But I always say like, OK, once we get our initial consultation or our initial meeting, if you don't want to see me ever again, you can go to your mom and dad and say, look, I don't like this lady. Can we leave so far that hasn't happened, <laughs> but at least to give kids that option, like, look, I'm here to support you. So if it means reassurance. Let's go with reassurance. And I know a lot of parents like, I want to pay all this money for reassurance. But here's the thing there's a difference between a C and an A because of that whole thing called reassurance. There is a huge difference between an F and a B. And I've had kids that come to me at a 40%. And by the end of the quarter, they had like an 89. I don't know what miracle they did, but my thing is the kids did the work. I was just there to kind of guide them and just basically translate what the teacher is saying. Because in the schools, this is what they're basically doing. Here's teacher just snitching on other teachers. Ready? Listen for this. When it comes to the education, the teachers are really there just getting the information from the district and they say, teach it. Sometimes the stuff that's being given, it really doesn't connect. So you have a lot of teachers that'll put a lot of filler in there and try to build it up so they can move forward. But a lot of other teachers do not do the filler. They're just like, okay, here's a worksheet. All right, boom, done. Okay, here's a presentation. Slide one, slide two, slide three. Okay, you got it? Great. Done. Here's your worksheet. But there's kids that have questions and they don't either don't know how to ask the question or they're afraid to ask the question because they don't want to seem further attention, like negative attention. So that's why having that tutor, you're like, okay, I don't understand this, but I do have a session with Mr. Robert, or I do have a session with Miss Audrey. And I know I can ask any question that pops in my head. And even if there's a question after the session, I know I can text either one and say, oh, I have a really quick question. Are you available? And I will make time. I'll be like, look, I got 15 minutes in between each session. I can give you five. How's that? Great. And we'll talk it out. And they're like, oh, why didn't my teacher explain it to me that way? I'm like, I don't know. (laughs) But, you know, I have no idea. And that's our goal, right? Yes. At
0: the end of the day, we want to see that we strive to see our students gain that confidence, whether it be in math for both of us or reading or anything like that. At the end of the day, our goal is to increase that confidence. So that way they can go on and do that. And I know I had one student. This is actually funny because he was my first student. He came to me when he was failing geometry. And by the end of a semester, he ended up getting a B. And now he's taking pre-calculus this year and ready to take AP next year.
1: Look at that. See, and, and we get to see that growth. Oh, and that's yeah. That's awesome.
0: And, I love that. And I know at the end, I know he can pass the AP exam next year.
1: And that's what. And that's exactly the part of teaching that I love. That's the reason, if I may, the reason why I do online tutoring. You know, I got tired of all the foolishness that was going on in the classroom. I got tired of, I was constantly fighting for my kids. I was constantly fighting for my special ed kids. Like, look, they deserve these services. Um, And the people are like, oh, well they don't need their own classroom. Let's do them inclusion. And then it was just a whole bunch of nonsense. But the one thing about being a tutor, now I can actually, I feel like I can actually teach. Like, I can actually instruct. I can actually, I get to see some of the feedback. Um, I get to hear, I, can, I get to see their faces when they're excited. They're like, I couldn't wait to come home to tell you that I got to be on that test. And I'm like, oh, okay, great. And they're like, no, no, no. And the parents, in the background, are like, she usually gets like Fs and she got be." I'm ecstatic. I'm like, okay, (laughs) let me get started on my session. Thank you. (laughs) But it's like, that fuels me. That keeps me going, you know? And it's so good to love to have to do individuals, but I would love to do some more of the group sessions and not to have them huge because I know a lot of people will think when I'm doing a group, oh, it's going to be just like during the pandemic. Okay, you're gonna have some slides or you're gonna have a video and then my kids gonna get frustrated and their answers, their questions won't be answered. And I'm like, no, that's not it. It's like if I can reach more students and still like not make it too large, four at most five. Okay, nothing too crazy. But every student will be like, okay, in algebra one, they'll be grouped based on their content. So, you got Algebra One, you got a group for Algebra Two, a group for Geometry, Precalc, Calc AB, BC, even the AP statistics. So, what we'll do is we'll have those small groups, and everybody will send in like a copy of their notes or their copy of their homework assignment, um, regardless if they're in the same school. Or if they're in a different state, you know, like algebra one is algebra one, you know, some teachers might teach it a little bit differently, but hearing another way, they'll be like, oh, that makes it so much easier, or, oh, that's so much sense, because you're still talking to them, like individuals, but we are working as a group, just like how society is going, everything is going into groups, because there's tons of collaboration, there are Tons of like discussions and people, you know, if you want to talk by yourself, yeah, you can talk to yourself. But it's also nice to get some feedback, (laughs) some feedback that's out of your head from another person. So that's one of the things that I really want to shoot for is to get more of these small groups, nothing crazy if we can do pairings, if we can do groups of four or five, that will be beneficial and then I'll be able to reach more students.
0: Oh, definitely. And I mean, I feel like you just read my mind because I was actually just going to ask you about groups. <laughs> and so I feel like people a lot of times focus, think about tutoring as one-to-one, which is, aw- which, is which is good. But what do you say to a, a person who says, you know, I'm struggling. Some of my friends are struggling as well.
1: On this concept. On this yeah. concept
0: or X, Y, Z. Right. Something. Or in this like- subject even.
1: And that's the thing. It's like it's great when you already have your group, you know, if it's like, you know, you and two other of your friends or three other of your friends and you're like, we're trying as hard as we can in this class. You know, we just don't get it. And it seems like we don't get the same spot, which would be a miracle. But, you know, everyone's different. And to say, look, let's this is what days I have available these are the times that I have available. Let's meet at this time. We can meet like at 3.30 right after school, or we can meet a little bit later because, you know, you have some people that have extracurricular activities because a lot of things are opening up now. So you have like some of your athletes, you have some kids that are working. So we also, or I also have couple evening slots and I go all the way up to like 10 o'clock at night. So, and some people are like, what, there's kids that are tutoring? Yes, because I had one yesterday, Uh, (laughs) all the way from Ohio. So I'm working on four hours of sleep, people, and I love it because I'm able to help kids. So if we can get your friends together, maybe, and also have it at a lower rate, because sometimes people can't afford one-to-one. You know, there's some tutors that are doing tutoring for like $100 an hour. There's some people that are doing it for 40, so the price varies. But then again, if you do it in a small group, the price will probably go down for each person, but you know, that tutor is getting her pay or her pay and then the kids are getting the results. It's like win-win. So now parents you'll have your kids back. You won't have that not nasty teenager that's snappy because they're stressed out and then you're stressed out because you're like, I don't know how to do it. I haven't seen this math since I was in high school and I'm trying to break this stuff down. I'm trying to keep this household together. I just want my family back. So why not? Why not try to like say, you know what, let's get a group together. Let's go and chit chat with this person and let's get a session going.
0: You can get a great result from group tutoring as well as individual and it's most of the time it's at a cheaper price the tutor is charging less but they're making more and your kids are still getting results right and i remember one thing i learned when i was in teaching school was that students learn most from their
1: peers yep that's true that's true because they well one they feel comfortable to go to their peer and one thing that i do notice that there are a lot of schools that are doing um to in-house tutoring with their um student government um their sgas that's what they're doing so and a lot of them are doing it for free but here's the thing it's great in the beginning of the year but once the year starts going to full swing a lot of those kids are going to be like I I need some assistance, or I need to pay more attention to my schoolwork instead of me trying to help other people. So, and that generally that happens all the time. So I also get that from parents. They're like, "Well, why should I pay for a tutor if they have it through you know SGA or whatever systems they have in the school district?" And I'm like, it's "True, go ahead and go." But I know once you get to like second quarter you're gonna see the amount of tutors that's gonna be available shrinking because now they gotta worry about if they're seniors, they gotta worry about their college entry exams. They gotta worry about um, writing and filling out their applications. They gotta worry about you know them going to work. You know They have to worry about their stuff. So eventually this is gonna kind of drizzle out. And they're like, oh, I never thought of that before. And I'm like, why not have someone that's gonna be consistent? Like, why not, if you do a private tutor, you know you're going to get that tutor each and every time. If you do, like, a big corporation, you don't know who's going to have you this week compared to next week. So sometimes, like, not to bash it, I think it's as long as you're getting assistance, go do it. Um, But when it comes to this is the one thing that we're trying to do with our tutoring system for um, student-athletes is because a lot of their schedules don't pan out to everybody else's. So they'll have games, they'll have practices. So they can't stay after school. Even the kids that have like jobs right after school, they can't stay after school to see what they can get from their teacher. Instead, why not get a tutor, get into small groups, go ahead and do the whole process so you can get the assistance that you need, even in the evening, up to 10 to almost 11 o'clock at night.
0: (laughs) Plus we've seen the material so many times Mm -hmm. that we know the mistakes that your kid is probably going to make before they make them.
1: Exactly. Exactly. Every time I'm like, I bet you, you forgot to carry the negative. They're like, how'd you know? I'm like, (laughs) everyone forgets to carry the negative.
0: (laughs) People, people forget to watch their signs.
1: Yes. Yes. And especially when you're subtracting a negative number. Mm-hmm. Or you're squaring a negative number. Yep. Where else can I go? Or this, or the square root of a negative number. It, it's always negative numbers. It's always the subtraction. They know the rules, which is hilarious. You could ask them what's a negative times a negative. Boom, it's a positive. They know the rules, but it's that application piece. That's where it kind of throws people off. And then you have to throw your personality as a tutor. You you're have to put your instruction onto it and just give suggestions. So I'm never like, okay, this is how you should do it. Boom, that's it. That's the only way. Because we all know there's multiple ways of getting the same answer. And it's hard for me to see which way your teacher prefers. So I like to show multiple ways of getting the same thing.
0: I usually say, as long as we all get to the right answer, I don't care how you get there. Of course, we do have to follow the math laws and make sure we're doing it legally.
1: Right. Like I
0: can't, I can't just say, I can't just have numbers appear out of magic.
1: Right. Right. But they do.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'll use signs as an example, even in calculus. Mm-hmm. they still forget to watch the signs, especially when they're taking those derivatives of the trig functions.
1: Right. And especially when it's something that's easy for them. They know they're like, oh, this is easy. I can do it like this. Those are when the common mistakes really jump out
0: mm-hmm.
1: because you're just rushing through. And I can count, I can attest for so many times when a student was like, oh, I took a test. Okay, let's look over the test. They got a copy of it. we we'll look over it and they're like, why did I write that down? I was like, because you were rushing through it. Or like, why did I do that? How do I get six times three gives me 27. I'm like, okay, I don't know. <laughs> but what is six times three? They're like 18. I'm like, thank you. All right. As long as you understand. She's like, but what was I thinking? I'm like, okay, again, I wasn't sitting next to you. I have no idea. But let's tweak it now so you won't make that mistake again and i know for sure you rushed through it because you just wanted to get it over and done with and they're like yeah you're right and i'm like just take your time step by step
0: yeah i could do a whole episode on why it's important to take your time math is not meant to be done fast it's meant to be almost like zen like as like um a zen garden where you just relax take your time
1: it is because math is a language you know take take a look when we first started speaking i know our parents are probably like oh my god when is this child gonna shut up <laughs> <laughs> once she started talking she never stopped um but we had to figure out terminology we had to figure out symbols signs we had to figure out like pointing to things gestures and it took time for us to put sentences together it took time for us to put thoughts together and then to be analytical and, and the whole process it's a process and i know for sure that just because your mother your grandmother, your great-grandmother, your grandfather, your great-grandfather. And everybody was like, oh, I used to be terrible at math. It doesn't mean you have to be terrible at math. It's not genetic. It is basically a process that you have to, like you say, take your time. And I know it's hard because in the classroom, one, there's too many students in the classroom, which we all know. Two, the pace of the instruction is intensified, especially during the pandemic, like people were learning something new each and every session. And that was too much for a lot of kids. So now that they're back in the classroom, it tends to kind of slow down for some schools, but some schools try to keep that pace going because they're like, oh, wow, we covered so much. I'm like, yes, but your kids are still far behind.
0: Exactly. Mm-hmm. No, And we both know, but that's not sustainable.
1: No. Not at all, because then all of a sudden you got something called summer because everybody was like, yeah, we're not doing anything because we're in a pandemic. We're going to move out. We're going to get outside. We're going to do things as family. And that's all it took for two, two months. And all of a sudden, you'll ask a kid, OK, what's five times seven? And they're like, uh. <laughs> it's just like, like you could kind of hear that that sad sigh. And because they just lost it, you know, sometimes they're like, oh, yeah, two times four. That's that's six. You're like two times four. And there's a pause. And I'm like. Two times four. Oh, oh, times, times. And it takes time. It. I mean, now that they're back into the classroom, everybody's like breathing a sigh of relief. And I'm like, no, (laughs) this kid's going to blow up (laughs) because. That whole transition from I used to sit on a nice comfy chair, or if I was t- doing class in my bed, I was comfortable. Now I'm back to these rickety old chairs, and and I I have to sit on a schedule. Like I can't just go to the bathroom when I want to go. I have to get a pass, and they have to get their routine. And it's hard to get the routine back from before the pandemic. It's not going to happen. There some there's going to be some changes, but That's one change that your kid is dealing with. Then you're dealing with kids that haven't been in a school building for over a year and they were in middle school. So now they're a sophomore in high school to a high school that they've never been to. Like their freshman year, they weren't inside of a building. They really don't know the people that they're hanging out with. So they're like, oh, I'm like, they really don't know the people in their classes. So sometimes those things are. They're a factor and they do play into it because right now we're in October and people are just starting to learn a routine. Yes, they've probably been in school since August. Some places have been in school since August, some places have been in school since um, early September. It's still a process. They have to get used to a schedule. They got to get used to new teachers, new way. Okay, how this person teaches versus how this person teaches. It's so many things why not take some of that stress and some of that pressure off you and give it to someone else, delegate it to someone else, delegate it to a tutor. And I know you're probably like, oh, because you just want money. No, I want to help your kid. And when your kid's happy, guess what? The household is happy, especially teenagers. (laughs) Okay. Middle school, high school, when they're happy, okay, everything is pretty bright. I don't have to try to do extra things. And that's why I'm always saying like, start going back to the original question, like when to start, start now. Even if you only have two days or the quarter just ended, this will be the right time to see if you can find the right person for you because that's huge. Instead, in, in addition to, so- in addition to having a tutor that was a former teacher, you also want to make sure that there is a connection because this is going to be a relationship. It's not just, oh, I just got someone to help my child with math. That's it. Like I do other things. I help kids with math, but I also talk to them about their organization. I also talk to them about school, like how's things going? How's your classes going? Not just math, how are your classes all together? Because there's so, like I said earlier, there's so many things that's going on with your child that they may or may not tell you as a parent. They will tell their peers. They will even tell a, brand, a person they don't know. They'll tell a perfect stranger before they tell you guys. I don't know why. I don't have the rule for that. But that's generally how a lot of these teenagers do. So it's like you're making sure that you're finding the right person that fits with your child and listen to your kid. Like, hey, did you like this session? Yeah, she was cool. I'm like, no, like, really? Do you feel like she or he knows the material? Do you feel that you guys can work together because this is what we're going to do? Because it is an investment. And I'm not going to lie to you. It is an investment, but it's something that can help. You can stay for a month. You can stay for a couple of months, you can stay to the rest of the school year, but at least you know you have someone to help your child, almost like as a backup.
0: Definitely. And I know the COVID slide will be around for a while. It's not going anywhere, unfortunately.
1: It's not. And then plus having it online. I know a lot of people want in person, but there's still some things going around and a lot of people, it seems easier for us to go from student to student or group to group online than it is for me to get my car, drive to your house, um, go ahead and get a pad or easel pad of paper, Sharpies, because that's going to be extra money. And when we have to pay extra money, that's going to be added into the price. So it'll be so much easier just do something online Make sure that when the teacher is instructing or the tutor is instructing, it's not a whiteboard in the distance and they're like, oh, can you see the whiteboard? No, make sure they have an interactive whiteboard like they can see your work. If you send some of the work from school, they can actually transport or transform that work onto a electronic grid. So those are the things that helps, because if a child can't see the problem because it's in the distance, it's not going to be great. It's not going to be a good experience. You really want it to be a really good experience.
0: No, not at all. And the good thing about online tutoring is that it, it's basically essentially like we're already there. The only difference is where it's not like by doing it online, we're providing a lesser service. We're actually right. providing the same service. The only difference is the method in which we choose to communicate it.
1: Yes, yes because I have served people, not only in my state of Maryland, I tutor people in Florida, Texas, California, North Carolina, South Carolina, Ohio. And my biggest one is Nairobi, Kenya. Like, I, I was like, how did you find me? He was like, you did a podcast about why algebra sucks. <laughs> and I felt like you were talking directly to me But I was just like, oh, so I helped him complete a couple courses with college algebra and pre-calculus, and he did extremely well. He got an A in both of them. So I was like, hey, keep it going. But that's what's amazing to me, like how people from all over, one minute I'm in Georgia. Oh, I forgot about Georgia. One minute I'm in Georgia, and the next hour I'm in Florida, and the next hour. I'm in California. And and it's just amazing to me how it just really opened things up. So don't feel like, oh, my child is not going to get the attention that he or she needs. My only suggestion is to try it. That's the only way. You can't use what happened during the pandemic, because it was a video and a lot of kids, some kids can learn from a video, but majority of them, they want someone to explain it as well. So it seemed like that piece was missing. Video is cool if you just need like a quick fix, but if you want something a little bit more detailed, it's good to have someone that's going to be there to break it down, to help their thought process as they're going through.
0: And I mean, most of the groups that were being taught when the pandemic was happening or what was happening was what 20 30 students
1: yeah some 40
0: yeah that's it's crazy and with tutoring the most we'll see is like what five
1: right five i think i think some people really do like 10 but even then i feel that 10 is too much that's just me personally i think five is just a good sweet spot each person can definitely get more of an individual discussion, even though you're talking about the same content on the same topic. But there's more questions that can be shared when it's like five compared to a 10.
0: Oh yeah. I think having those smaller groups, even if there are even if they are groups, definitely benefits as well.
1: Yes, yes, because as we said before, having those discussions, think, figuring out or basically organizing your thought process, and having someone that is like the lead, which will be the tutor, to kind of say, okay, that's a good thought, but can you apply that each and every time? And then like, oh, wait, I can't. And I'm like, so what can we do to tweak that thought process? Or what is it something that we can say is going to happen each and every time? So a lot of people are like, oh, okay. And just having that one moment of just saying You need to multiply or don't forget to distribute the negative. It'll be something small as that we will be like mind blowing to a kid. (laughs) We're like, oh, oh, I get it now. And I might say, there you go.
0: Exactly. And that actually leads me to today's sponsor, ACG MAP Tutoring. (laughs) And and moreover, the tutoring for student athlete groups in which we're both a part of.
1: Yes just by having the Olympics this year, you know, with so many things that was going on, so many controversies, so many great moments. And I think one of the best moments was talking about mental health and just to have like Simone Bias and Naomi just really jumping up and saying, I care about me more than I do a medal or like, you know, I really need to take care of my mental health right now. That was huge. Um, as a former athlete, it's hard because we we were always told just to be strong and to suck it up. You know, that was the day and age when we we're athletes and, you know, we weren't supposed to have feelings like mental health. Was that like, oh, yeah, suck it up. Let's go go out and play and so forth. And sometimes we think about, you know, our special ed kids, we think about, you know, our elite kids. But some people, sometimes we forget about the special athletes af- or the student athletes out there, the ones that are constantly sacrificing. Parents are constantly driving here, there, there, everywhere. There's always tournaments. If they're in AAU, if they're in any other clubs or, and then plus their teams, their school teams, and they just want these kids to excel because they see how much the kid loves the sport. So for us, you know, they can't stay after school like as I mentioned before, with tutoring and so forth. So there is a service that we're trying to provide that is later in the evening. So when they come back from practice or after their games and they're like, oh, I got to do this homework. And, then, and by the time that happens, they're like, how do I do this again? How, do, do, do I distribute? I don't remember. And then it gets frustrating. And then before you know it, the kid's not going to do the work then that adds on to ineligibility and then they can't finish the season. Or you have to make the decision of, I got to pull this kid out of sports because his academics, I need for his grades to be up and all this other stuff. So having this service for two student athletes is just, for me, that's my way or our way of giving back to those athletes. And also having discussions, not only just for math, like later on, maybe on weekends, have like some kind of talking meeting of the minds. How can we help you with recruiting? What are you stressed out about? What are some of those questions that we can ask? But first off, we want to definitely get with the academics because we want to keep everybody eligible.
0: And that is a great thing that I, and I'm glad I'm a part of as well.
1: I'm so glad you're a part of it, too. I I mean, we're going everything from Algebra 1 all the way up to AP Statistics, and I really think that this is a great team, Um, former teachers, some are former athletes, and we're all, like, we understand, like, we get it. So it's not like, oh, they don't really understand me, or, like, no, we get it, because you want to be eligible, you want to go for at least that B- But if you get that C plus, that will be great. But if someone can also give you suggestions or if you want any suggestions about, you know, the college recruiting, about anything else, we, we can understand and we can relate. So it's always nice to have an instructor or a tutor that understands your process that you're going through.
0: And I know being a former three sport athlete, I wish something like this were around when I was a kid. And that was only 10 years ago.
1: Right. Yeah. We won't talk about mine. (laughs) Mine was many moons ago (laughs) and I was actually doing the calculation and I'm like, dude, I think it was like 30 something years ago (laughs) that I graduated from high school, but it wasn't that long ago. For me, I was, I went beyond high school. Like I went to college and I also played professional And I'm ducked into two Hall of Fames. And I know a lot of people won't notice that when they see me. But for the most part, it's like I've coached in the high school level. I've coached at the college level. And I played. Basically, I went through everything that you guys are working towards. So it's always nice to have someone that says, oh, well, what should I do? Or should I go to this camp or that camp? And I'll be like, I can give you suggestions, but it's really going to be up to you. But like you said, I wish I had someone, an opportunity like this when I was in school, because it's it's hard when you're trying to organize everything, and especially if you're a parent that has multiple athletes in one household, and they're at different levels, one's uh, going to be a junior, one's going to be a freshman, another one's in the sixth grade, and you're going to how many different games, and you're trying to organize everything, and the pandemic made it a little easier because you didn't have to drive anywhere because there wasn't any events. But now since it's opening back up, a lot of people are like, how can I organize this? How, how did I do this before the pandemic? Um, so that's why I was always saying to have someone to kind of help you with at least one out of the two things.
0: Definitely. Well, Audrey, it was a pleasure to have you on the show.
1: But it was—it really was my pleasure to be here. And I greatly appreciate you inviting me to come on. I mean, this was such a great moment and a great time.
0: I'm glad to hear that. So anyway, thank you for listening. And we will see you next time. Bye, everyone. Bye. I want to take this opportunity to thank you for listening to this episode. If you liked it, be sure to follow the show on Spotify and leave a review. If you want to leave a voice message for me, you can do so by going to anchor.fm slash MainStreetMathTutor, street being abbreviated to ST, and clicking on the message button. Who knows? It may be featured on a future episode. While you are there, if you wish to support my podcast monetarily, please feel free to do so by hitting the support button on Anchor. If you are listening to this, and you or someone you know needs help with math, you can go to my website, www.mainstreettutors.com, again, street being abbreviated, and schedule your free 30 minute consultation with me. You can also reach me on Facebook at Main Street Math Tutoring, street being spelled out, on Twitter at Main Street Math Tutor, with the street again being abbreviated, on Instagram at Main Street Math Tutoring, and on YouTube, Main Street Math Tutoring. You can also join the Main Street Math Tutor Podcast After Party group, where you can ask questions and discuss previous episodes, including this one. And I will see you all on the next episode. Bye, everyone.